Welcome to OK-ish, a podcast all about mental health in the modern world. I'm Mary Ellen Dance, a licensed mental health therapist, here to strip away misunderstandings about therapy and share exactly what I do in an honest way. Don't worry, you won't hear inspirational quotes or be told to spend more time doing self-care. I'm here to get to the real stuff using my own experiences as a therapist and as a really messy human being. Come and laugh at yourself with me as you learn not how to become great, but how to become okay-ish. Hi, happy okay-ish Wednesday. I am so excited to be here with you today to talk about self-awareness. Big topic, big, big topic. But before we do... This episode is brought to you by Daydreamer Studios. Do you have stories and expertise to share with the world? Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? There's no better time to start than now with the help of a trusted production partner. Daydreamer Studios is a full-service production company that takes all the stress off of your plate. You can just focus on creating engaging content while they focus on the recording editing, audio engineering, hosting, and publishing on 22 different platforms. So easy, log into the advanced remote system with one click and the Daydreamer team will be on the other end, ready for you to record everything you have to say. Owned and operated by Daydreamer Network, the producer of this podcast, Daydreamer Studios continues on the company's mission to empower storytellers of all kinds by making podcasting accessible to all. For more information and current promotions, visit daydreamernetwork.com slash studios. All right. Anyways, so let's get into self-awareness. So... It's really funny because with most things, people will say that awareness is the first step, right? Like if someone struggles with an addiction, well, being aware they're struggling is usually the first step to getting healthier, admitting you have a problem. But what does this actually mean? And sometimes, I'm not going to lie, I don't want to be self-aware, Because guess what? Sometimes looking at myself and being self-aware of some things within me is pretty ugly. So that's what I wanted to dive into today. So to define self-awareness, it's the knowledge of one's own character, feelings, motives, and desires. Those are some pretty strong words. Character, feelings, motives, and desires. Another definition of self-awareness states the ability to tune into one's feelings, thoughts, and actions. That sounds a little bit more complicated than just saying I'm self-aware, right? I often talk about self-awareness when I talk about self-care. That to me, self-care really means understanding what you're feeling, why you're feeling that way, and what you need to do about those feelings. And that's basically another way of saying tuning into your feelings, thoughts, and actions. But tuning into feelings, thoughts, actions, motives, desires, like, let's be honest, we don't all have the best motives or desires all the time. 
So what does this mean for us? Because I'm sure many of you listening, myself included, thinks, oh, I'm self-aware, right? I know when I'm annoyed and what makes me upset and stuff like that. But self-awareness is a lot more complicated than that. So I want to share five big problems with self-awareness. Don't worry. After I share the problems, I'll, I'll, I'll go into some solutions. But I think we first have to understand the problems with self-awareness. So the first problem with self-awareness is people often think of self-awareness when they're thinking of growth and change. Which is not a bad thing, but true self-awareness is not for the purposes of changing. It's for the purposes of knowing. Yes, that knowing will hopefully lead to change, maybe, if needed. But so often, people only focus on the things that they are aware of and that they want to change. Or they focus on things that they're aware of, but they don't want to change. And then all this self-awareness and change gets like mixed up and muddled up and, and confusing because we don't know what we're talking about when. Self-awareness and self-growth are two very different things. Imagine just being aware without trying to change something about yourself. Imagine just being aware without trying to defend something about yourself. That's uncomfortable. But that's what self-awareness is. So this first problem with self-awareness is that it gets mixed up and confused with self-growth. And self-growth is a wonderful thing, but it is different than self-awareness. And we need to understand those differences. All right. The second big problem with self-awareness. People are often self-aware about certain things, but do not know the why beneath those things. For example, I struggle with anxiety. If you haven't already been able to tell, I'm kind of a high, strong, anxious person. Okay, great. Now what? What happens to lots of people that I see is, okay, they have a little bit of self-awareness. I struggle with anxiety. Okay, now give me a fix. No, 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 no. The real self-awareness comes with understanding why I'm struggling with anxiety. What makes me struggle with anxiety? How the anxiety impacts my life? how I handle and cope with the anxiety, right? There's a lot underneath that. And so often people will stop at the, I have anxiety without getting into the deeper awareness. And the deeper awareness is difficult and hard. And again, sometimes really ugly, but that can help us so much. So that's the second problem with self-awareness, not taking things deep enough. Okay. The third problem with self-awareness. Oh, gosh, you guys. We are living in a cancel culture. Cancel culture means dismissing someone, some idea, or a group of people because something they did or said. 
So we've probably all seen this. A celebrity or a public figure getting called out and then coming back a few weeks later and apologizing for what they were called out on. This, my friends, is not self-awareness. I mean, maybe the celebrity or public figure really thought about what they did and it helped increase their self-awareness by being called out on it, and that would be wonderful. But what about all those people calling them out? That's what I want to know. Are they self-aware? Look, I am all about holding people accountable. I'm all about having difficult conversations. I'm all about making systemic changes and pointing out right from wrong. But is pointing fingers and blaming the way to do that? I think we're realizing that it's not the way to do that because it's dividing people a lot. But it just makes me wonder about the people who are pointing fingers. Like, what's going on in their lives? Right? Like, I know that there are a bunch of trolls online. I just learned that term, trolls. I'm really excited that I know it. So there's a bunch of trolls online who just go around messaging people mean things. Like, what the heck? (laughs) That's horrible. These people certainly don't scream self-awareness to me, yet they're pointing their fingers at other people to be more self-aware. Like, doesn't this seem absolutely ridiculous? So this cancel culture and troll culture, again, true self-awareness is not trying to make someone else self-aware. That's kind of an oxymoron. It's turning inwards. So this cancel culture is hurting self-awareness because it's encouraging pointing fingers at others instead of pointing the finger at yourself. The fourth big problem with self-awareness is, along with living in a cancel culture, we are also living in a culture of quick fixes and labels. So, diagnosing yourself from reading an article online or on Instagram or TikTok is not self-awareness. That's just trying to label yourself without having all the information. And going back to my point before, I see so many people who who say things like, oh, I'm super self-aware. I know I have anxiety. And then, you know, I'll, I'll ask some questions about their anxiety and they won't know the answers because they've never thought deeper than the label, than the quick fix. That's a problem. That is a problem. Not only do we label other people, but we label ourselves all the time. Oh, you guys know how I feel about the word empath. I was talking to somebody the other day who, who was like, yeah, I'm really self-aware that I'm an empath. And I said, what does that mean to you? Like, what does being an empath mean to you? They couldn't explain it because they probably never thought of it. They, they got this label somehow, and then they go around saying, I'm self-aware with this label. You guys, that's not self-aware. That's just labeling ourselves and others. That's just making a quick fix. All right, and then lastly, the fifth problem with self-awareness is self-confidence. Okay, hear me out. Self-confidence is a wonderful thing that I hope we all have and can strive to have more of. Self-confidence is amazing. 
But saying I'm awesome without really feeling it, without also knowing and accepting the not so awesome parts of ourselves is not true, sustainable self-confidence. I see so many people who want to work on increasing their confidence. And guess what? To increase our confidence, we have to look at ourselves in the mirror. And we're not always going to like what we see. And true self-confidence is accepting those things that we don't like, loving ourselves anyways, valuing ourselves anyways. But there are these like messages going, going around about, you know, you got this, like, you're awesome, F them, you're great, like, girl power, boy power, whatever, whatever these messages are. That's not real self-confidence. But then people come and they're thinking, oh, yeah, I have self-confidence because I know, like, I'm a girl boss, so that must mean I have self-confidence and self-awareness. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're using these words incorrectly, and I want you to have self-confidence. I want you to have self-awareness. But we're not going to get that if we don't look a little bit deeper. So these are big problems that are keeping people from having true self-awareness. They're big problems keeping people from having true self-awareness. And, you know, I I mentioned in the first big problem about how self-awareness is different than self-growth. But let's talk about why self-awareness is important. We will not be able to have true growth or true self-confidence without true self-awareness. Like, as, as corny and cliche as it sounds, awareness truly is the first step. And so often, we're looking to the last steps. I want to cure my anxiety. I want to have self-confidence. I want to, you know, whatever it may be, without starting with the self-awareness piece. Or maybe we start with the self-awareness piece and we think, okay, I'm aware. I'm admitting I have anxiety. Well, unfortunately, it's a lot deeper and more complicated than that. Okay. So I was just given problems with self-awareness. But what is self-awareness? I know I gave like the definition in the beginning. But what are examples of self-awareness? Self-awareness are the people who come to my office who I admire the shit out of because they sit on my couch and they admit to really ugly things. And we all have ugly things we can admit to. You know it. And they look at those ugly things and they work through them and they try to understand them and they try to learn. And man, if that is not self-awareness, strength, and humility, then I really don't know what is. I see so many people that don't want to go to therapy because they don't want to look at themselves because self-awareness is really, really hard. But confronting those things that they don't want to look at is really the only step to working through those things. 
Self-awareness is also saying sorry. Saying, I'm sorry for what I did. This is why I did it. This is how I will not do it again. I'm sorry I made you feel that way. I'm sorry that what I said was hurtful. Right? Whether we meant to or not, we have to own up to those things. Because we are all very imperfect human beings. And lastly, self-awareness is saying, I'm ugly. There are really ugly, nasty things about me. But there are amazing, wonderful, beautiful things about me too. And I can embrace all of those things and love every part of me. Because that is what makes me okay-ish. Disclaimer. This podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.